Hello there and welcome to the ACT Counselor. I'm Angela Mitten. I'm a counsellor in private practice based in the central Victorian town of Bendigo. I see clients both face-to-face and online and I love talking about acceptance and commitment therapy which underpins a lot of my practice. Today I'll be talking about overcoming the overwhelm. So many women I know are feeling totally overwhelmed. It's the juggling. It's the accommodating. It's the mental load of running a house. It's the worry about how we look, how we dress, if our house is tidy. The list goes on and on. Not only that, it's trying to stay on top of current affairs, our careers, bills, professional development and performance reviews in the workplace. You go to bed at night and you have all these thoughts racing around in your head. So we're going to have a bit of a look at overwhelm today and by the end of this podcast, you're going to have three strategies to help overcome the overwhelm. Do you ever think to yourself, stop the train, I want to get off or this isn't what I signed up for? How did it come to this? Women have more freedom than we have ever had before. We can supposedly call our own shots, have the careers that we've always wanted, choose if we sleep with boys or girls, if we marry or don't marry. We have access to education and technology. And prior to COVID, we had travel. Ah, travel. Remember those good old days when we could travel? But here we are. We're feeling totally overwhelmed. Well, what if you weren't so overwhelmed? What would you do? What would be different for you, for your family, for your relationships? Back in the days when I was a teacher, I spent a lot of time in overwhelm. There was always more to do, more to achieve, finishing each day exhausted with a never-ending pile of more to do. I really wanted the best for my students. I was and still am passionate about quality education for students in rural and regional public schools. So I was working very hard to uphold my values on this. But back then, I realised now in hindsight, I was also really fused with my own not good enough story. I was forever heading off to professional development, not just the ones that the school wanted me to do, but jumping onto any opportunity that came about and self-funding a lot of my own PD on the weekends and holidays too. I had this feeling that if I just knew more, if I just understood more, if I was just a bit more organised and could more effectively manage student behaviour, then the overwhelm would stop. I also had a hard time saying no to anything that anyone asked of me. I was constantly feeling under the pump to prove myself. So those first few years in the profession were pretty gruelling. It took me getting burnt out, I think, before I started to work out that I needed to do things differently. And now I often wonder how things might have been different if I knew back then what I know now. What advice might I give my younger self? Well, I would start by teaching my younger self about values. Firstly, I want you to take a few moments to imagine that life, 
that we talked about a minute ago. What would you be doing if you weren't so overwhelmed? Now, this isn't about sitting on a tropical island drinking, you know, margaritas. (laughs) I want you to imagine how you'll be relating to the people in your life, your loved ones, your colleagues, the people who serve you in shops. How will you be behaving as a road user? I can share this with you. When I'm in overwhelm, the way I relate to the world around me changes. When we're in constant overwhelm, we can lose sight of what truly matters. Everything becomes urgent, uber important, and needs to be done right now. The thing that can slip is how we relate and connect with ourselves and others and the world around us. I want you to be tapping into what truly matters here. Just take a moment to identify the feeling and quality that will be present if you could drop the overwhelm. Would you be relating maybe to your children in a calm, more peaceful way? Will you feel more able to listen to your partner? Will you be moving about the workplace differently? I want you to try and bring three words that describe what matters to you here. Is it connection, presence, safety, peace? You might have different words and that's okay. What we're doing here is tapping into what is important to us. So these are our values and we'll come back to them in a few minutes. I want to move on now to naming the story. I mentioned before my not good enough story. That's the term I use to summarise all the thoughts and feelings that arise that really all point to the same thing. Many, many of us are walking around with a not good enough story. We just don't always know it. The not good enough story is what stops us living out our full potential. It's that voice in our head that says, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? Just play it safe. The not good enough story is also what keeps us taking on more and more things in order to prove to ourselves and the world that we are good enough. The trouble is, then we take on so many things that we end up not doing any of them very well And in an effort to avoid our not good enough story, we end up reinforcing it. So tuning into our minds and what our minds are telling us is a step towards disentangling ourselves from the hold that those thoughts have over us. We might have spent a lot of time trying to silence this in a voice, in various ways, but we're trying something different now. What we're doing is beginning to notice when these thoughts, or the story, is showing up. And when we are choosing these things because we're hooked in by that story. Now, rather than allowing the thoughts to hook us in, capture our attention, and drag us away from the person that we want to be, we notice and name the story. 
And we might thank our mind for that perspective. We might say to ourselves something like, oh, there's that story showing up. Oh, there's my not good enough story. Thanks, mind, for reminding me of that story, but I've got this. You might also try checking in when you're about to say yes to something. If you are doing this because you're hooked in by your not good enough story. So are you making the decision to take on this new task because you're trying to prove something to yourself or the world? And this leads me to my third strategy for today, which is connected to the other two. And that's boundaries. When we become firstly aware of our values and what truly matters to us, that brings us clarity about what we want to move towards in our life. And then we become aware of our not good enough story and how when we're hooked by that story, it shapes our behaviours and can sometimes take us away from what we want to move towards. So becoming aware of the not good enough story and aware of the values, we get clear on where we want to move towards and develop more effective boundaries. We need to get a little bit comfortable with the discomfort of saying no. When we develop the ability to set boundaries, and make conscious values-aligned decisions about what we say yes and no to, the overwhelm is likely to decrease. So before you say yes to that additional task or opportunity, check in with yourself. Which of your values are you moving towards here if you say yes or if you say no? When we have this story running through our lives, it can be so difficult to say no. And the thoughts of being not good enough can get even louder. So is your not good enough story keeping you trapped in a cycle of overwhelm as you try to prove yourself? Can you notice and name to yourself what is showing up? Be willing to be a bit uncomfortable by saying no. Because when you say no to one thing, you might be saying yes to something else. You might be saying no to overwhelm and yes to self-care and yes to more calm or yes to more peace. So you're coming back to those values that we identified earlier. What truly matters here? Is this choice helping you move towards more peace, calm, connection, or whatever matters to you? Or is it going to take you further away from your preferred state? I really do hope this is helpful to you and helps you move on from overwhelm. But please know that this podcast, it's developed for entertainment and educational purposes and is not intended to replace counselling or provide therapy. Just listening to a podcast, it's not always enough. And if you're really struggling with overwhelm, finding a good counsellor is recommended. Or contact the mental health lines in your area. 
If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Chrysalis Counselling or head over to my website at chrysaliscounselling.com.au and sign up for my newsletter. For the month of August, I've got a free 27-page ebook called Act Your Way when you join my email list. It's all about using ACT to live more of your life that you have imagined. So jump on over to my website to download that. Until next time, stay chilled.